everyone, welcome to Trust the Trail. We are your outdoor guides, Ariane Petrucci and Scott Jans. This is episode 114, The Eighth Principle. On this episode, we pose the question, is achieving the perfect selfie worth it? And are we perhaps turning nature's environment into a sideshow? This podcast might be a little controversial, but worth the discussion as we seek to understand why so many people are placing their safety at risk for the sake of popularity. Is an eighth leave no trace principle appropriate as social media takes on a life of its own in creating an unsafe buzz around now popular destinations? You can always join in on this discussion on our Facebook group page. Just go to facebook.com forward slash group forward slash trust the trail podcast and join our podcast family. Come hang with us and be part of our community. So I'm going to actually post this topic and pin it on our Facebook group because I think there's going to be a lot of people that have a lot to say. So um, I'm going to post that. So when you get this downloaded Thursday morning, please join the discussion. And the funny thing about this podcast is that it kind of two things inspired it. The first one was a movie that Ariane and I watched <laughs> the other day on. It's amazing how such a bad movie could a, inspire such. It was a good, bad an movie. An interesting topic. <laughs> you know, it's like one of those movies where like throughout the movie, you're thinking to yourself, this could be a good movie. But yet you never get to that point. Like it never becomes a good movie. And so, God, thank God it was only a buck ninety nine on Amazon Prime. But um, so it so and we're going to tell you, we'll kind of we'll talk a little bit about the movie and why it inspired uh, the conversation to this. And the other reason, too, is because the last, I would say, year and a half, I've noticed uh, an alarming trend when I I belong to a lot of backpacking groups and a lot of uh, emails and a lot of uh, forums. And one of the things that I have personally noticed in the last year and a half was more and more hikers are getting injured on the trail. Um, and I... I, I and, and not only injured, but like search and rescue, lost. Um, and it just seems to be kind of getting to be an alarming trend. And so I started doing research on it. Like why? I want I want to know why more and more people were were getting injured on the trail. And what I found was astonishing and it has a lot to do with with the selfie. <laughs> And so we're going to talk about that because I think it's an important discussion uh, to have. Uh, absolutely. And we want to ask you your opinion and what you guys think of it, because um, what I what the research I found was just amazing. <laughs> I'm just I'm not laughing at that comment, but more so laughing at it all kind of goes hand in hand. So as we're discussing this concept of um, the trails seeming to make headlines a little bit more in regards to um, 
injuries or lost hikers, uh, even deaths for that matter. Um, we watched a movie that was so relevant in the same aspect, even though it had nothing to do with that particular topic. It had to do with the source of perhaps why this is occurring, why the injuries are occurring, why the lost hikers are occurring. And I've never been so inspired for a topic by such a bad quality film. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, 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 the thing is, the funny thing is, like, the story was okay. The story was okay. If it would have been, like, a like if it would have been, I don't know, good acting. Um, but it was, it was, we, we, after kind of getting in the movie, we realized that this person is, like, bringing this, unexperienced hiker I mean the person's never been outdoors (laughs) ever you know and she's bringing this person into deep into the wilderness by geotagging things GPS uh, you know GPS and she's hiding like this these um, you know like the like a sim card Essentially it's what crazy. she's doing. So the, the the idea of the movie, without going into all the sub pars of the movie, was that she was trying to, before leaving this earth, trying to help somebody to enjoy nature to the extent in which she has enjoyed it um, and found her peace. So she was like, well, I'm going to throw out a helping hand. I'm going to give somebody life by uh, letting them see what I see and provide for them something and force their hand at getting into nature and and see the beauty. But it was at a risk of unpreparedness, absolutely no experience, um, no preparation. (laughs) At one point in time, Ariana and I shout out, bring water, (laughs) bring water. (laughs) So it, it stirred this entire conversation and, and, and I, And as we got deeper into the research, some weeks we just get so deep into research, we forget, oh my gosh, we have to do this podcast tonight or it will not air tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) And, and we get, we got into this research and and Scott's found some very eye-opening snippets that provided firm responses to what's happening out there. Yeah, so I'm going to um, kind of share a little bit about, um, and, and as, by the way, as I thought about the movie more and more and more, I started getting more and more angry <laughs> because I I could see the correlation between, um, hey, come check this out, and the person who goes and checks it out with no experience and no planning or preparing. So... It did make me a little bit more angrier, um, but this is this is just in the last year. Okay, I'm going to read this to you um, as I read it, and it was it really bothered me. So this is uh, kind of the issue with going out there for for the selfie and the social media pressure to go where other people have gone to these epic natural um, beauties and in nature and this last October uh, was much publicized death about two travel bloggers who apparently fell while taking a selfie at Yosemite's Taft Point 
very popular rock outcrop. It's about an 800 foot drop. A month prior, an 18 year old from Jerusalem also fell to his death in the park while trying to take a selfie at Nevada Fall. Last July, the three stars of the High on Life, a YouTube thrill-seeking adventure travel show, the first clue is YouTube, plummeted to their deaths at a waterfall near Squamish, British Columbia. Now that was in the news. Um, I think that made mainstream news also. And of course, in late March, a man from uh, Maku fell a thousand feet to his death while attempting to take a selfie at the rim of the Grand Canyon. Uh, keyword there, the rim of the Grand Canyon. <laughs> um, and then a student fell 700 feet at Ireland's iconic cliffs uh, in January. And then a 68-year-old woman who was fatally scalded in a Chilean geyser. So, um, and, you know, I thought about that. It's like, you know, McDonald's has got to be kind of snickering at that. Like, it finally happened to somebody else. <laughs> you know, I mean, you, you, you crawl over... A, a barrier that clearly says this is going to be hot scalding water <laughs> and it's like you know the cup of coffee you get at mcdonald's this, this hot coffee could be hot beware and you know it's amazing so and then recently a man in his 50s was struck by lightning while hiking with a selfie pole in the welsh mountains and then a teenage girl was swept away unexpected um from a big wave in the beach in the Philippines while trying to take a selfie. Um, and more importantly, as I'm doing research on this, I'm coming across more and more and more and more issues on our national scenic trails like the Appalachian Trail and the Pacific Crest Trail. And just recently, I mean, just a few days ago, uh, a teenage uh, boy fell and really was injured trying to take a selfie on wet rock and slipped and fell. And this was posted in the Appalachian Trail section hiker group on Facebook. And I'm thinking, you know, this is, there's got to be an issue with this. And I think it's relevant to start talking about it and try to come up with some sort of you know, hey, please don't don't do that. So Ariane and I, as we're, as we're doing this research, we kind of laughed. We kind of made a joke about, you know, there should be like a, a selfie sign, like a like a big sign that with a, a phone with a circle with a cross in it saying, like, do not take selfie and non selfie non area. area. Right. And so we made a joke about that. And as I'm doing research, guess what I find? There's an actual sign in a high cliff area that says, beware, this is a non-selfie area. Taking a selfie could pose a hazard to your health. And I'm like, hazard to your health? I think if you're dead, that's a hazard. It's not a hazard anymore. <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a hazard anymore, but... You know, so we, we want to ask this question, like, what the heck? What the heck is going on? And we also want to say, please don't take selfies in high-risk areas anymore. 
Um, and that's the end of our podcast. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I, it's it's just amazing that um, this is becoming a real issue, not a fake issue, but a real uh, a real issue. And I think it really does need to be addressed in a very educated and um, common sense approach. And um, I don't know. What, what do you what do you think? So. So and there's there's so many layers of what we want to discuss, because as our research continued, it got deeper into the conversation. And and the, the main issue here is social media has developed a culture of its own that has brought to light absolutely beautiful and stunning locations on this earth. And I think part of that is inspired people to get outdoors. It has drawn them to places that they would have otherwise not imagined going to. Um, It's creating too much buzz for area so areas are becoming almost loved to death uh, because of uh, geotagging uh, and the popularity of, of wanting to swarm to an area that absolutely looks fabulous from a single photo that doesn't show the whole piece of the puzzle and th- th- it goes even deeper it goes deeper and deeper and deeper. And we're going to talk into the deeper aspect of things uh, from an ethical standpoint. But because people are so drawn to social media and because social media is such a powerful source in our culture these days, social media has played a huge part in, in, in bringing forth uh, these natural wonders, these these unique places, these off the beaten path areas. I remember so long ago, if I wanted to see something that wasn't swarms of tourists, I had to find off the beaten path. Right? I remember when I would Google off the beaten path, and they would do a, there was a bo- one book, one book like Barnes and Nobles, and it was it was such limited resource and all of a sudden that became a craze and 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 that was the big deal it's like oh my gosh now it's all off the beaten path now we've moved past that into more broader spectrums which is social media and it's people view social media as this like the the best part of their life they put you we all do it I do it we we don't post the negative. We don't post the the downsides of life, the 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 forty plus hours of week a uh, week a uh, work that we do a week. Ah, some of my friends do. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, for the most part, like social media has now developed. It's like the third phase of social media in which we've started to develop the real the real conversation on social media if, to a very small degree. But essentially, the craze has really brought forth this this very seductiveness of 
somebody's life that you see through scrolling of, of these beautiful, fabulous images of these lands that are just so enticing and, and you want to be that. You want your photo there. Uh, so social media and selfies are becoming this like hand in hand. Uh, well, look, at it, uh, and it's amazing now that you can get the book off the beaten path delivered to you in two days from Amazon <laughs> and never leave you know, your, Do you know what I'm never, talking about? Did I just like spill my age? No, but you could get it delivered to you in two days <laughs> and never leave the couch. You would think the book off the beaten path, well, you would have to actually buy it off the beaten path. You know what I mean? But I feel like I say the most embarrassing. No, 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 it, no. It's just, it's just how far we've come. Um, but I, here's what, here's what I think. I think the that we we as uh, humans in our in our core being, we we want to be proud of accomplishments, and we want to, you know, uh, build self esteem, self confidence, which I I think going out in nature does. I'm a big proponent of that. Um, and at the same time, when we do something that makes us feel proud and feel good, today we have the ability to share that instantaneously, providing we have cell service. <laughs> and um, I, I think that in of itself then I think the the role then becomes not so much a not so much about taking away the self esteem and the self confidence and being proud of of being at that moment. It then becomes the issue of am of what I'm doing right now. Am I completely self aware of what the consequences of this could be? And I think that's where the I think that's where technology, the ability to post things live, the ability to post things in real time, uh, right there, right now, in that moment. I think that that a little adrenaline push. I think that's where we become a little unaware of what the consequences can be. Um, and I think, I think that's the fine line. I think that's the tightrope that we kind of walk. I mean, you know, Ariane, you and I, I mean, when we were on the Hoover Dam, I mean, you know, we took a selfie at the Hoover Dam. Now, of course, we weren't dangling down off the dam, you know, and I think that's the... I may have leaned over a little more well i know than, but in your comfort but, but, but clearly there were signs <laughs> clearly there were signs they warned me this was not the selfie area yeah yeah clearly you know um but and i think that's the i think the pressure of having that epic selfie not just a selfie the epic selfie in the most well, because perfect scenario, beauty behind you. Well, and and let let let's not forget there was a woman, and I, I forget her name. Um, you know, she was taking the. She was a climber. She was an invent. She was a professional adventurer, and she started uh, taking selfies of herself of these mountain beautiful mountain areas and in the snow, and it was beautiful. And she would. 
she was attractive and she would, um, you know, she would put on a bikini and she had millions of followers. Well, today she's dead because she slipped and fell. And so, and I think that's the, the fine line. It's like, when, when does the selfie become dangerous to you, dangerous to others around you, and then make, make it bad for the next person who comes to that area who wants to just enjoy that, that area in that moment. And I think that's the fine line. That's the tightrope that we kind of all walk in. And quite frankly, I think that, you know, social media is going to, they're going to have to take a role. And um, I think, in my opinion, and what do I know? But I think the hashtag selfie, whatever, I think, I think it just needs to kind of take a look. I think if you glorify that dangerous selfie, I think you have a lot of people that are going to try to beat it or try to do something better. One up it. One up yeah. it. I mean, it's really the same as the, you know, the these young kids that are taking selfies on these skyscrapers, you know, balancing and jumping. And and you're like, oh, my God, that looks crazy. Now, I would never do that because I would throw up profusely because I have vertigo. <laughs> I could never do that. So I have like this. Scott will innate... never die from uh, standing too close I to the edge of a cliff. <laughs> I have this innate security <laughs> system in my body. About was... 10 feet before the edge of the cliff. Yeah, he's like, like oh, no. I'm close enough. <laughs> so I'm kind of selfie protected on the cliff selfie. <laughs> but, but there's a lot of other, you know, there's a lot of other risks. So anyway. Well, it's interesting you were so we were kind of laughing about how the selfie has a, a, a cousin that's just as bad and that's the, the geotagging well, geotag's worst <laughs> the geotag and that's where the more ethical aspect of this conversation leads to so when it just as important to prove to people where you are show where you are uh, have them uh, partake in that excitement in that moment, um, the freshness of, of, of doing something so grandor in your life. And, and we've all been guilty of it in one form or another. And I mean, even, even, I, even I have. And it's what social media doesn't show is that it's one snippet of a very large hole and there's editing tools now in regards to Instagram. It's everything is edited and filtered and perfectly framed without all the, 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 the warning signs or the cautionary tale or this, that, or the other. And, and it, it, it doesn't necessarily expose the dangers or the possible understanding of what's at risk or the the preparation that needs to happen in regards to get there. And so it becomes uh, GPS coordinates and it becomes a destination or a name and it becomes so well desired to get to that location um, that our, I guess my, my, my theory is, is now are people swarming to these areas for the wrong reasons without the right education? Well, I think that's, 
I think you hit the nail on the head. And I think that's one of the reasons why we're seeing an escalation in injuries, people getting lost on um, not only our national scenic trails, because let's face it, everyone wants an adventure. I do, you do, our listeners do. And that there's nothing wrong with that at all. I think then what happens is that you do see, oh my God, that's a beautiful waterfall or that is a beautiful place. Where is that? Oh, it's here. All you need to do is, and that's where things go wrong because of course you got to Google Maps. You look where it's at. The first thing you look at, where's the road? You know, how do I park the car? How do I get there? What gear do I need? If you even get to what gear I need. <laughs> even if you get to that point. It's, the, it's so accessible to be able to achieve the end result without the preparation. But here's the involved. thing. And, and we've talked about this on our podcast many, many times. Is that GPS coordinates are one thing. The elevation gain and loss. How hard it is to get there. Is there going to be water on the way? And that therein lies the movie quandary we had was <laughs> when this guy was getting out of the car, we're like, bring water. What are you doing? He's got now, he, he's, he's, he's hiking in khakis. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, and therein lies where we saw it all go wrong for people that skip the first principle and leave no trace, which is plan and prepare and i know we 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 talk a lot about that but you know looking at gps coordinates and and seeing a selfie and seeing an epic youtube video what you're not seeing is all the hard work it takes to get to that point and the danger that some of these people are going to just to get to that point um you know the person that you know fell off the rim of the Grand Canyon, um, you know, there was no need. There was that that was unnecessary. The Grand Canyon's a it's a fifty mile wide hole. You know, if you want to take an epic selfie, you know, it's a fifty mile wide hole. You're gonna get the hole in the photograph. <laughs> you know, I mean, you don't need to go to the cliff. Just bring a wide angle lens. Just bring, <laughs> just bring a wide angle lens. You know, the geyser. You know, I mean, how, how much more closer do you have to get to scolding hot water? It's, it's, you're going to get the shot. I mean, I would rather have a, a, like a, in fact, I would rather have a photograph in the background that says danger. This is scolding hot water. Don't get close to it in the background because people are like, Ooh, wow, wow that's scolding hot water. Then to climb over the bar. And take it like, oh, yeah, I, I was hiking and I stumbled across this geyser in the middle of nowhere. And look at me. I'm here. Um, because. Well, that's what social media. It, that's, it, the, it, that's the misconception, I think, that people get when they see that photograph. Well, I think social media prepares us to be able to say, hey, be singled out. Be that, be that one in a million. Get that shot. Uh, don't. Don't show everything else that you're experiencing. The, the, the mass amounts of people that are right behind you doing the exact same thing. It just it's 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 about that moment, that individualized, that opportunity, that uniqueness. And I, I, the thing is, is 
I'm just at fault. Like oh, we're I, all at fault. Doing I it. scroll through Instagram and I am inspired by posts and images of things that I'm like, I would love to experience that. I would love to see that. But I think I okay. So I have. But such knowing a what you know, you know there's a backstory to that. So there's a conflicting thing that is probably it's in my mind. So I imagine it's in other minds. Uh, yes, I do think that there is something so beautiful and powerful in regards to uh, geotagging to get people to experience beauty that they would otherwise never go and experience because the draw is there for them to because they see it they want the same thing and i think it's it's beauty in in pulling more people out of their comfort zone to go see things the downside the 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 flip end for me and the thing that makes me personally cringe is just that it's it's such a minor part of the whole and to get to that place to to get there there's such an unpreparedness and a misconception and I I remember when you actually had to seek out the information you were like oh there's a beautiful there's a beautiful geyser somewhere where is it and as you pulled that research up as you got deeper into figuring out exactly where this beautiful geyser is in this area it pulled up all the cautionary information. It pulled up the preparation that you needed to be aware of. It pulled up information to keep you safe and protect yourself and be more hyper aware of your surroundings and going to it. And I think that social media element has taken a large part of the first principle of leave no trace out of out of the mix. It just completely voids it. Oh, it's so much easier just to post a question on Facebook now. I mean, you know, the, the, my favorite question of all questions on my, on the Facebook groups was someone asked if the, all the shelters on the Appalachian trail had electricity and, you know, no, it doesn't. And I would, you know, I, I mean, it's so easy to get that information now. It's just so easy. And I think you have to be aware that you may be getting wrong <laughs> you may be getting wrong information when about 600 people posted outlets on that question and no that it doesn't have electricity so i think that it's you know the work the the fun the adventure is not knowing it's it's tr- it's figuring that out i completely disagree with geotagging special places out there. I completely disagree with it. I don't think, I don't think that, I, I don't even think it should be allowed. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't, I hate it because before internet, um, you know, you, you had to do research on that. You had to, you, you know, when, there were times when I was on the trail where I asked somebody where something was. I didn't have the ability to have internet. Now, I know that sounds really super old school, but that was where the adventure was. That was where the, like, that was where the fun of it was. It's easy to post a question on, you know, social media now, like, hey, where's the best place to camp here? Well, it, in, in someone else's 
someone else's opinion, that might be the best place, but that may not end up being the best place. I guess, you know, like geotagging has its, you know, for, for, for some applications for safety wise, probably very good, but to geotag like special places in the wilderness that are very, very, um, uh, historical. And the one thing I, I, I think about is our trip to the Sycamore wilderness Canyon and yeah. the, and the Indian ruins that we had a, we had to find, we had to hunt for, there was no geotag. There was no GPS coordinates. We had to find it. And we had done research on it and we had very vague information. very vague information on how to get it's there. already a vague trail as oh it's a vague trail <laughs> or i would say perhaps maybe but but the thing is is that we went exploring for it we went for it not knowing what we were going to find if we were going to find it we had what no we were clue really looking for and and we found it and it was beautiful and it was secluded and you could, you know, you could, you could just tell that not a lot of people know this is there. And so is this probably geotag now? Probably. Um, I hope it's not. It could be. But I think that's where we, you know, I think that's where we have to really kind of think about is this, is what we see so beautiful that we want to share it so much and take a selfie and geotag it. Is it worth that getting spread around the internet and having it being a sideshow in nature? And so this is kind of where the next step of the conversation develops. And it's there has been a proposed eighth principle to leave no trace values. And so it's a it's it's not it's not been decided upon. It's been proposed to leave no trace. There is um, a massive conversation forming um, on the internet in regards to this. And examples of what they're proposing are use discretion when posting on social media and consider the potential impacts of creating, creating a buzz about specific destinations. Another way they're looking at it is be mindful when posting on social media and consider the potential impacts that rapidly increase the use, um, the use we can have on our wild places. And this is the, this is the effect of what social media has uh, kind of rapidly developed its, 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 its life of its own. Well, popularity. I, you know, I, uh, it's, I think it's part of um, the evolutionary process when, when a particular entity grows in popularity. Um, I don't want to, I'm skeptical of using the McDonald's theory, but, you know, at some point in time, <laughs> When McDonald's said over one billion served, um, someone somewhere didn't realize that, you know, coffee was hot. <laughs> and 
sued McDonald's. Well, yeah, there's iced coffee. No, I know, but I think it was before iced coffee was invented. Yeah, oh, and <laughs> and McDonald's had to put a disclaimer on their coffee cup saying hot coffee is hot. So be careful. Beware. This this and might be a hot beverage. It might be a hot beverage. Isn't it assumed? No, a lot of, well, well, that's the thing. It's like, you know, it's assumed that climbing over a rail may, on the Grand Canyon. May cause hazard to your health. That could be, but, but yet, we now have a selfie sign, you know, saying this, this area is very dangerous. Taking a selfie could be hazardous to your health. We have that sign now. It's unfortunate that a sign usually goes up after uh, a detrimental cause. <laughs> yeah. And so I think I think that Leave No Trace is, if they want to, I think, stay relevant in that medium. And I think the more people are going out into the wilderness, the more people that want to, rightly so, experience beauty, I think there needs to be some sort of guideline as to, you know, this may affect a lot of other things. You know, it, it could affect other people's experiences. You know, if you had two or three people going to a deep wilderness a waterfall or a very historical landmark or something that, you know, was really cool in the wilderness. And um, now all of a sudden you have 50 people going to that a day or a month. Um, it creates a more of an impact on that area. And so... The area, the the wildlife... The, and the particular the thing you're seeing, you exactly. know. So, and of course, you know... Um, the more that happens, the more people that can easily get to that place. And, you know, a lot of these places are easy to get to. They're not hard to get to. They may take a little bit of backpacking, a little bit of hiking, a little bit of uh, driving down a really bad forest road. Um, but the thing is, people didn't readily know about it. And so those trails and those little side trails or those roads weren't heavily used and all of a sudden they are now heavily used so what that what what is that impact and is the impact that we are promoting on social media actually destroying the very same thing that we are going trying to, go to see that we're right. trying to protect well i would say that we're seeing because it is so protected is probably a better way of stating it in turn we are now putting at risk the protection of that land and and this is the entire concept of a proposed a principles being mindful about these places becoming too loved too overrun too popularized you know uh too too known about um time after time after time we see this campground has been shut down due to and there's a laundry list of reason why camp campsites are being shut down or trails are being shut down even one of our favorite places up in north georgia there is a significant portion of this 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 wild land that is so so unused is now 
overused at a blink of an eye and is now being shut down so it can rebirth itself. And it's just, we see it and it's so beautiful that that means more people are getting out in nature. But the conflict is, is that they perhaps aren't getting out into nature with enough education or passion about caring for the lands in the same manner in which we're drawn to the lands for. It's that isolation, that that beauty, that untouched earth, the clean smell. And yet, because of this unawareness or this lack of knowledge, information, care, say whatever you want about it, it's all of a sudden becoming abused from an ignorant standpoint. And now it's not the whole reason we went out there. It's, it's, it doesn't look the same. It doesn't feel the same or smell the same or it doesn't provide the same thing to us anymore. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's a, another good podcast on it. Uh, Cascade Hiker did a podcast on the, um, the eighth principle of Leave No Trace. Um, we, I have mixed feelings over it. I think I, I tend to believe that it's part of the kind of like the evolutionary process with social media. I think it's inevitable um, only because, um, you know, a lot of us, a lot of us can identify, you know, common sense and respect and, and we can identify what's right or what's wrong. But I think then when it comes to, you know, hey, I'm only going to post a selfie. That's the only reason I'm going. I think then you lose sight of the beauty and the magic of the journey of, of getting there. So um, I'm going to give you guys a, a website and I want you guys to go, to go check it out. I'm also going to post this uh, address on our uh, podcast post, episode 114. Um, the the link is www number eight. It's the number eight. T H L N T dot WordPress dot com. It's the number eight. T H L N T dot WordPress dot com. And you get a lot of information on that about uh, their involvement in trying to get the trying to get an eighth principle of leave of leave no trace and the other thing too is that leave no trace has put out a statement uh about social media and uh it's a good statement i agree with everything they said i still think it's inevitable that they're going to have to they're they're just going to have to make it make this an eighth principle it's, they're just going to have to do it with an enormity and backing that's growing, uh, there, there's, there's certainly some pressure there. But my stand, whether I'm for it or against it or whatever, we're not getting into that because I have, I have so much to say about it. Not enough time, but essentially. Leave no trace principles. It's it's a framework for ethical behavior out out in these lands, out in these woods. It's it's acting responsible, acting responsible, and and protecting these vulnerable areas. Or and 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 
that's why we're out there is because we want to protect it because we want it to remain exactly the same. And and I think that their reaction to this proposed eighth principle is is very mindful in in logically working through, yes, social media has an act to play on this. And are we being good stewards by by posting and what can we and, and they pose questions maybe this is how you can approach it instead so go check out that website look for all the details yourself to make a, a, a informed decision on on how you feel and your reactions to it because um, I think so much of what it stands for is actually really it's really powerful and it's really good and it's it is inevitable as we move through the social media craze and and bringing to life um geotagging and 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 selfies and and becoming so much more in your face about these areas that used to be protected and now are just getting overrun and over abused yeah and and i want to uh read you guys this comment because i think it is probably um well it's it's exactly what we believe in. It's brilliant. And um, I think it, it completely makes sense. Uh, on the website, you'll see this comment um, about the principle. And there was a debate saying, well, it's common sense. It's covered in the seven principles. We don't need an eighth principle. And so this commenter wrote, I don't think that posting on social media thoughtfully is at all covered in the seven principles. I have felt hesitant to share location and when asked have felt uncomfortable by not sharing or refusing to answer can be perceived as elitist. In other words, oh man, that's a beautiful, that's a beautiful area. Where is that? Well, I don't, I don't really want to say that. Well, yeah, I can see how someone on the other side could say, well, who are you? You know, you and shared I, it. You, yeah, you know, you put it up <laughs> why, there. Why you put it in our uh, face and then not tell us about other, it? Which is a whole. I podcast. mean, I felt that way about about people. Well, yeah. I was like, tell me where it is, right? And then that person protects where that where it is, which I kind of appreciate. And so that person goes on. I think the eighth principle gives permission to be more circumspect, and like the rest of the principles, it's not a rule but a value to consider. I like putting it out there for all to consider. And it is not a code of silence. It is allowing others to find places on their own. It is making those who really want to go do a little bit of homework. And hopefully they will have value. These places more by working a bit to find them. And it's not impossible to find them like we said in the podcast. A lot of these places are they're not impossible to find by any stretch of the imagination just because we don't post tags on instagram on facebook one can do more research and find the info on other websites that do give directions it's just that these websites take a little bit of time more a little bit more research which means more desire so what she's saying is and that more education and more education so what this person is saying is that if you put a little work into finding it you're going to respect the journey more. I love that. It's it's a it's exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> if it's easy to find, then your selfie's more deserved. Yeah. <laughs> Judge. <Judge-judge. laughs> Scott just Scott just rolled his eyes at me. <laughs> if it's easy to find, you're not going to respect the trail. If 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 everyone tells you where it's at and geotags it and gives you exact directions how to get there and you just 
have seen the most epic selfie in the world, you're not going for the journey. You're going to repeat the selfie. And so I think that's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot of common sense to that. Um, and this person goes on, uh, or, or better yet, buy guidebooks. You can give me general information and I can go and make my own adventure, which that's a that's like my core. That's the biggest pet peeve I have. Be your own adventure. Don't watch somebody else's adventure. I might not. Well, it's get, never the same adventure. It's never the same adventure. I might not get to the exact canyon where you were, but I will still enjoy my own explorations and appreciate them more. It is a tightrope we balance, and that's for sure. We want all to enjoy, visit in the end, love these wild places enough to protect them, but we don't want them to be overrun and destroyed so that visitors feel that they are in a theme park and don't care about protecting them, which defeats much of the purpose. Couldn't have been said better. And um, I think that's what we truly believe in. The trail, you know, trust the trail isn't about, you know, blindly going, <laughs> blindly going out there <laughs> You're like, ah, it'll be fine. It'll I be, trust. It'll be good. And <laughs> I trust I won't. I'm gonna cl- I'm gonna climb over this 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 I trust my balance. I I'm gonna I no. trust my hydration. I'm gonna trust over the sign that says geysers may be scalding hot. Don't climb over the barrier. And I'm gonna trust the geyser's not gonna go when I'm over there. I'm gonna trust that it's not gonna blow. And trust the trail isn't about that. Trust the trail is about awareness. It's about being aware of where you are in your circumstances. And when you do the planning and preparing, when you plan and prepare, everything falls in line. Everything falls in line. When you are self-aware of your surroundings and you are self-aware of the environment that you are in, then you can trust the trail. When you when you are fully aware, then that is where the trust the trail really does come into play and it the trail does provide everything that you need it's going in blindly and going in for all the wrong reasons and you know being unaware that you know um you know getting really close to an 800 foot cliff with a 30 to 30 35 mile per hour wind gust may not be a good idea (laughs) It just, it just, there's got to be a red flag somewhere. And that, and the thing is, is that, you know, your thought process, well, it it won't happen to me. It can't happen to me is really not, uh, that's not being self-aware. It's just, it's just, it's just not being self-aware. By the way, if you like Trust the Trail, we'd love for you to help support it. There are a few ways you can help. One, you can visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Trust the Trail and choose one of our tiers, or you can leave a comment on iTunes page, which helps promote the podcast. Or better yet, just come backpacking with us. Visit our website, trustthetrailpodcast.com forward slash events, where this year in September, we'll be spending the whole month in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan and guiding some amazing trips. Don't forget, you can choose our Adventure Seeker tier on Patreon, and your pledge goes towards any of the trips you want to go on. Thank you guys so much for listening. Really, really appreciate it. If you enjoy this podcast, please post a comment 
um, on our website. You're free to do so. Other on the episode 114 page. Shout outs to our Facebook members. We love you guys. Our patrons, Rick, Jerry, Shirley, Chuck, John, Jerry, Suzanne, Brad, Bill, and Nick Dyer. We really super appreciate um, all of you guys. Um, our podcasts are available on Overcast, Pocket Cast, Breaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcast, and we are on iHeartRadio. And Radio Public, both on iOS and Android. And of course, you can follow us on Instagram on Trust the Trail. So, I mean, I, I love the podcast. I love talking about this because I think it needs to be, I think it needs to be discussed. I think it needs to at least talk about it. And I think the more awareness we can, we can kind of bring into to this topic, people can make their own decision. We're going to, again, we're going to post this on our Facebook community page. Um, I'm doing this right after we break and we stop recording. And so um, go to the Facebook page and what do you think? Let us know. I mean, do, you, do we need an eighth principle? Do we not need an eighth principle? What are your thoughts on this commentary? What, uh, what passionate, you know, feelings do you have about the topic? Um, where do you think social media is taking it and how is the outdoor community going to have to react? Yeah. Or, or maybe not react. I mean, we'd love to hear, love to hear your react. comments. So. Anyway, uh, remember, you guys, the trail gives you everything you need. So Trust the trail, you guys. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye.